0: Time for business with Nicholas Poynton. Calder Nicholas. And consumer groups have responded to voluntary measures taken by the retirement industry. And Good afternoon to you, Marnie. Yes, a consumer group says voluntary concessions made by the retirement industry do not go far enough to protect consumers. The Retirement Villagers Association, which represents 95% of all units in New Zealand, will require operators to stop charging weekly fees once a resident leaves a unit and require villagers to pay interest if they take more than nine months to return capital to former residents. The measures will be trialled for 12 months before they are voted on by members at next year's annual meeting. But Consumer New Zealand Chief Executive John Duffy says the concessions are telling and the cynic in him suggests these changes are an attempt to ward off government regulation.
1: It flies in the face of what they've been arguing for many years, which is actually, there's nothing to see here. There might be some rogue operators at the edges, but actually, generally speaking, the industry is is absolutely brilliant. That's clearly not the case, and they wouldn't be conceding what they're conceding at the moment if they didn't realise that there was a problem. I think, you know, the way forward is for government to be listening very carefully to what's being conceded here and what um, residents, advocates and consumer advocates have been saying for some time and moving beyond any voluntary regime into a um, regulatory regime that forces villages to uh, treat their residents better, uh, I think is the way to go.
0: John Duffy is among groups calling for a review of the legislation that governs the sector. The head of Rocket Lab says New Zealand has a huge opportunity to grow its space industry and believes other nations are following its lead in the sector. Speaking at the inaugural Aerospace Summit in Christchurch, Rocket Lab founder Peter Beck says the country's space industry has come a long way since the company was launched in 2006. Although dominated by the one company, New Zealand is one of the few countries in the world that possesses launch capability into space. Peter Beck says other leading nations are looking up to New Zealand. Take the United Kingdom, for example. Uh, you know, they are spending a tremendous amount of uh, effort and opportunity from, for their government to try and, and create a launch capability. Um, and Australia our Friends Across the Ditch as well, uh, you know, recently created a space agency and are going flat out to try and create a launch capability. Uh, so, you know, uh, New Zealand has done extremely well. Uh, I think we should we should we should certainly all, all be proud. Um, and you know, I see I see a fantastic future for New Zealand and, and uh, New Zealand in the space industry. Uh, we are already recognised as uh, some of the leaders in, in the world already. That's Rocket Lab founder and chief executive Peter Beck. New vehicle registrations have had their biggest August on record, as EVs also hit new heady highs. The latest Motor Industry Association figures shows registrations for new vehicles totaled almost 15,000 last month. Chief Executive David Crawford says registrations are up 117% on the same COVID-impacted month last year, bucking a recent softening trend in the market. He says the biggest increases were seen in cars and SUVs, which are up 138% on August last year.
1: It the strongest month of August on record, and there were a number of shipments of vehicles that have come in that helped uh, boost that, so back orders were filled. The utes were strong again, but not as strong as they have been in the past. Uh, but what was strong was the number of electric vehicles sold. Uh, that was a
0: record month for them. Crawford says pure battery electric vehicles account for almost 8% of the market, while hybrids now cover almost one quarter of sales. The outlook is expected to be more turbulent due to economic forces at play, although supply supply chain disruptions appear to have eased. The New Zealand dollar, along with other currencies in Asia-Pacific, continue to be battered by volatility in the US dollar. The greenback is near 20-year highs, ahead of what is anticipated to be another aggressive interest rate hike by the US Federal Reserve later this month. Isik Business School professor Yamas Lim says the region's currencies will remain under pressure until the Federal Reserve strikes a more dovish tone. Of course there will be volatility and this is always going to be the case when we are in the midst of an active rate hike cycle. But the hope is by many emerging central bankers is of course that uh, the US is Getting ready to at least ease off on its aggressive rate hike cycle, and with that to be the case, I would expect some relief for a lot of these currencies. That's ESIC Business School Professor Jarma Slim, and now with more on the markets, I'm joined now by Michael Grace from Jarden Securities. Good afternoon to you, Michael.
1: Good afternoon, Nicholas.
0: How has the local market been looking?
1: Uh, well, despite the US markets. Declining for the third consecutive week on Friday. The NZX 50 is only down about seven points at present or 0.06% to 11,620. Of today's movers, Pacific Edge is up 3% to 47.5 cents on thin trading volumes. Strive Property is up 1.7% to $1.78. And Manawa Energy is up 1.3% to 602. In the red today, Somerset went 11 cents ex-div today, but is currently down 21 cents or 1.9% to $10.90. And Oceania Health is down 2 cents or 2% to 98 cents.
0: Interesting there, a couple of retirement villages uh, following off the news we had earlier in the programme. Looking to Australia, opened not too long ago. How's it looking?
1: Yeah, the ASX 200 has opened uh, the week up 10 points to 0.14%, uh, or uh, sorry, up 0.14% to 6,838. Worley is up 3% to $14.24. BHP is up 2% to 37.53. South32 is up 1.75% to 4.07, while Fortescue Metals is $1.21 x diff today and is down 5% to $16.30.
0: We've heard about how the hawkish tone from the Federal Reserve has seen everyone rushing to the king dollar. How's our local currency looking so far?
1: Yeah, that's right. The Kiwi uh, dollar strength is mixed today, but notably weaker against the US dollar, Uh, and is currently buying 60.88 US cents, 89.58 Australian cents, 53.03 British pence, 61.40 Euro cents, 85.51 Japanese yen, and 4.22 Chinese yuan.
0: Michael, that just leaves the holy trinity of interest rates, oil and gold.
1: The ninety-day bank bill is up four basis points to three point five five percent. Brent crude is at 94.41 a barrel and gold is at 1,708 US dollars an
0: ounce. Wonderful. Thank you for your time, Michael. That's Michael Grace from Jardin Securities with our markets update. And in other business news, the volume of building activity continues to rise, along with a hefty increase in costs. StatsNZ says overall activity rose 2.6% in the three months ended June, compared with the March quarter. Increases in material and labour costs saw values rise 12% to just under $31 billion over the year earlier. Among the big increases, residential building costs rose 17%, while factories and industrial build- buildings' costs rose 36%. Well, that's business for now. The team will be back with an update on the day's news and numbers at around half past five in Checkpoint.